Hello and welcome to the Bobby Podcast. My name is Bobby Kazmaier, and for the last two years, I've been sharing my story in eating disorder recovery, showing the wins, the losses, the good days, the bad days, the ups, the downs of recovery, being authentic and vulnerable on this podcast, on TikTok, on Instagram, trying to make eating disorder recovery talk less taboo, trying to destigmatize it, especially for guys, just because I'm a guy and I know that when I was deep in struggling, I didn't feel like I could talk to anyone about it. I felt really alone. So the goal of this is to just make everyone feel less alone about their own struggles to show that you're not alone if you are struggling with food and body image. Um, there is no diet culture talk on here. There's no weight loss talk on here. There are no numbers on here. Um, everything is real and authentic, and I just want to help others and make you feel less alone if you're struggling. Um, I just recently got my degree in nutrition, uh, my undergraduate degree. It's just a crazy pipeline going from eating disorder to nutri- nutrition degree, but I, I wouldn't trade my story for the world, my journey for the world. I feel like this happened to me for a reason, and that reason is to help others in their own recovery, in their own struggles. I'm not a professional yet, um, but that is the ultimate goal, but I'm just sharing my own story. And I really want to thank you for listening because none of this would be possible without you. And thank you. And I hope you enjoy the episode. All righty. What's up, everyone? I, I, this is my first podcast I'm recording in um, a little while. Uh, I took a small little break from social media, um, Instagram, TikTok, podcast, everything. I just like needed a break, which is good. Like, I feel like for like the longest time, I would always be afraid to take a break from social media just because I feel like I was always just like so afraid I was gonna like lose all my engagement and all my followers and it's just like but that doesn't happen obviously that would never happen um so I took the past couple weeks off and I I feel I definitely feel better I really do um I made a TikTok about like my experience taking I think I took three weeks off from TikTok Instagram all that good stuff um so I made a video on that if you want to go you know, watch it and hear about my experience. I highly recommend taking social media breaks, um, especially if you're a creator, um, a content creator, just because, you know, I guess in, like in my case, I've made, you know, well over 12, 1300 videos in the last two and a half years. And I kind of just had a point where I was like, you know what, I just need to take a break um, and just kind of reset <laughs> my brain and my thoughts and, uh, you know, in action for what's next. And, yeah, so I'm back. I feel good. Um, I have a couple episodes I still have to release um, with some really, really awesome people that I'm really excited to release. Um, but this one is a special one. This episode is very special because today is officially one year since my last um, binge eating episode, which is like insane to really think about just because this time a year ago, like I remember my last binge, exactly everything I ate, like where I was, what I was doing. Um, and I just remember like, I, I like, I wrote down in my notes app on my phone, everything I ate on that day on that last binge. And I titled it rock fucking bottom because like, that was literally my like rock bottom moment that last binge on, uh, um, last year. And it was just, it was awful. And like, I just remember I was like alone in my apartment. I was, um, I stayed up at school for my spring break. So like my roommate was gone. It was literally just me. Um, and I like, I remember just trying like so hard not to, to binge that day. And like, cause over like that past like month, I'd say like five, six weeks or so up to that point, I was like binging more than I ever was. Um, and it kind of, you know, struck me off guard because I thought I was good. Like I, I've talked about my, my history like multiple times at this point, but like 
to keep it simple, like I first dealt with binge eating my freshman year of college and uh, that came out of nowhere. Just And I think part of that was just because I was on my own for the first time and everything was so new to me. And I just, I, yeah, it was just, it, that was an experience. But then, you know, I kind of like picked myself up and uh, I was good for like over two years. And then, you know, once 2022 hit, um, once my spring semester started that year, I kind of fell back into it unexpectedly um for like five or six weeks there and it was just rough uh but this last binge in march of 2022 was um that was rock bottom it was like i just felt so shitty just physically obviously because all that food in your stomach you just feel like shit um mentally obviously i just felt like i just remember just being so upset with myself like i was really just like like, what am i doing like what happened to like the person who you know like i'm just like I, i viewed it as like well you know i'm someone that people look up to and again i'm really grateful to be in that position like i'm someone that people look up to in this space and in this field and it's just like well who am i to like say that i should be helping people when i'm still you know in the depths of this myself so like there were just so many thoughts going through my head um at that time after that last binge and like it's funny like i didn't really obviously i wanted that to be my last binge and it has been but i never like flat out said like this is it. This is like the worst it's ever going to be. Like, I really didn't know that. I like really just like couldn't really figure out if this was ever going to end. This period of time was ever going to end because I just felt so trapped and so lost into this like binge eating cycle. And it's weird too, because like I really wasn't even restricting either. Cause like obviously one of like the biggest uh, signs and markers that you're binge eating is that you're restricting and you're falling into that binge restrict cycle. But that really wasn't happening for me. Um, there were just, uh, you know, a multitude of factors, um, as to why I was binging, um, during that period of time. But yeah, so that, that day in March, it was, uh, I think it was a Wednesday. Uh, that was it. That was the last one I've had. And it's now been a year, which is kind of insane. Like, I feel like I just made like the, the six month, um, video about, you know, being six months without binging. And now I'm already at a year, which is just like, it's crazy. It really is crazy. Like, um, I can't believe it, honestly. Um, but so in this episode, I just want to talk about like what I've learned the most, like what this past year has taught me, because I've learned so much about myself in this year. Um, just, you know, not not even just in the, the department of just binging and food in general, like my relationship with food, like I've like this year has like taught me so much outside of that. But I just do want to talk about like what I've learned over this past year and how I've been able to go this past year without um binging and obviously you know this is just my personal experience this is not like a how to like stop binging forever i mean i I highly recommend using some of these like uh tidbits and methods that i've used and i've talked about a couple of them already before but um so yeah i just want to get into you know how i was able to do this um and you know what i've learned just because like like i said i learned a lot more about myself than just my relationship with food because like right now as I'm, you know, recording this, my relationship with food is like far and away the greatest it's ever been. Like, I can't say it enough. It is fucking amazing. My relationship with food right, relationship with food right now. And I'd like, like a year ago, I didn't think I'd be in this position. Um, so it's great. And I just, like I said, I just want to kind of share how it's been and how I'm at where I'm currently at. So let's just get into it. All right, so the very first thing that I learned over this past year without binge eating is that you kind of have to hit rock bottom. And I know that's not like the greatest thing to hear because rock bottom is 
you know, it's exactly like how it's described. It's literally rock bottom. You're, you're at your lowest. You, you don't, you know, you, like you don't know where to go from here. It's just, you, you feel like everything is just crashing down on you all at once. And that's exactly how it feels. Like that's how I felt that day when, like I said, when I titled that, that notes app rock fucking bottom, cause that's where I was. Like, I really didn't think I was going to be able to pull myself out of this. Um, but you know, fortunately I have, and now that I can look back and reflect, I think being at rock bottom was necessary and important. Like, I don't feel like I'd be where I am right now if I was not in that state of being in rock bottom. Um, because you really just have to, like, you can really only go up from here from, from that point. Um, and I kind of knew that, like, I knew that, like, I have to go up from here. Like, like it can't get much worse than this because that day was one of the worst days of my life. And I was like, I, it, life simply cannot get much worse than this. And I know everyone's situations are entirely different and like everyone's worst days are different from everyone else's. And that's obviously, you know, totally fine. But like, I just realized like this, this has to be the worst it gets. And I'm going to find out a lot about myself, um, as I'm in this period of rock bottom, um, and now that it's been a year and I'm no longer in that place of rock bottom, like I said, my relationship with food and my body image and it's like literally the best it's ever been. Um, I've just realized that like that was necessary for me to go through that because I, I do not think I would be in this spot right now without it. Like, because at the time of that last binge, like it was becoming more and more frequent. Um, and I, I've talked about this before too. And part of the reason why I kind of kept binging, and again, this is, I hate saying this, but this is just where my, this is just where my mind was at the time was like, I, I wasn't binging enough to the point where like my body was really changing. So I was like, oh, if I, you know, if my body isn't like really changing that much, then I can still binge and that's, it's fine. Because I was still viewing it from like a body image perspective, like having to earn food and like my body looking a certain way. Like I was still viewing it from that standpoint. So it was like, oh, well, how far can I push this? Um, which again, it's just really fucked up <laughs> because I was kind of like encouraging, not encouraging myself to binge, but like I wouldn't really be too hard on myself if I was binging. Like I would be a little upset, but it's like I'll wake up the next day and like my body would like look the same and I'd be like, okay, we're fine. Like I, it's fine. That's also part of the reason why I didn't really restrict after I would binge because I was like, oh my, this is fine. Like my body's fine. I don't have to, to restrict or anything like that after this binge. So I kind of like gave myself permission to keep binging. And then obviously the more I did that, the more my fucking mental health just like was kicked to the curb. Like it, it got really bad. Um, but at that time it was at a point of no repair. Like I wanted to stop at this point. Like once I hit like early March, I wanted to stop binging, but I just couldn't cause I just, I was, I felt it's too far deep, too far in. And like the tiniest things would like set off a binge for me. Like, um, if I ate like one bite of a cookie, I would say, fuck it. Like the whole, like, fuck it. I might as well eat everything mentality. Like, um, that was tough because I really, it was like, I, I fuck it. You know, I might as well eat everything because my body's going to end up being fine and it's whatever. But again, it's just like, that's such a fucked up mentality. Um, but it got to that point where it was like the tiniest things would set me off. I was like slightly stressed off at school or at work. I, there, there I'd go. I would, I would binge and like, you feel better for, you feel good for 
maybe 10 seconds. <laughs> and then once that, you know, euphoria, euphoric feeling and dopamine hits from the, the initial bites of food wear off, it's like, well, damn, now what? And then you already feel like you messed up. So you might as well just keep going. And that's just, that's what really fucks with you, man. It really fucks with you there. Um, so on this last binge, like this was probably like the most, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like my mind was just not on planet earth on that day. Like it just wasn't like when I was like in that, like I really felt that like blackout that you experience when you binge. Like I really like people talk about it. Like you black out, you don't really know what's going on. Like you, like you, you lift up your head and all of a sudden, like you've eaten five boxes of cookies. You don't even realize it, but like, that's literally how it felt. And I've never really felt that before. Like when I've binged in the past, like before that, I've always been consciously aware that I've been binging, but like, I mean, sure, I'm, I was still aware that I was binging in this, in this moment, but like you really do, like you really do just kind of black out and you just like, you look up and you're like, oh my God. And then at that point, I was just way in too far deep. So I said, fuck it. Let me just go eat the rest of this banana bread. Let me just go eat all the fucking ice cream and this, this loaf of bread and on my fucking fridge. Like, let me just eat all this shit. Um, and like, when I tell you, man, like, like I said, I felt really shitty physically, mentally, like this was like the worst, like. I made like I still have this video in my camera roll, but like right after this this binge happened, I like I started just talking to myself on, into my phone for like ten minutes. Like, like I was like, "What am I doing? Like, what? Who am I? Like, I couldn't even like recognize myself. I was like, "What am I doing here? <laughs> like, I just couldn't believe I was like in this spot because, like I said, up until like early twenty twenty two, I was good for like two two plus years of binge eating. I thought I was good, and like that's the unfortunate and scary parts about eating disorders is that like it it can just come out of nowhere it can come back out of nowhere um and it's just really scary man it's really scary but so that was like absolutely my rock bottom moment um and i just knew that something had to change i i really just knew something had to change from that point on um like i said i i didn't say that this was going to be my last binge i mean thankfully it has been because i just i really just didn't know i was in such like a fucked up place i just didn't know um, but I, I just knew that things had to get better. Like there's no way I could like binge worse than that. Cause like I said, that's still one of the worst binges of all time. It, no, the worst binge of all time, rock fucking bottom, man. But yeah, it, that rock bottom fucking sucked, man. It did. But like I said, like I, I wouldn't be where I am right now without it. So I, I really think like I had to hit that, that place of rock bottom to be where I am right now, because if I kept like half-assing these binges and like you know binge like once every other week here and there like it's no big deal i probably wouldn't have cared as much but like it was becoming more and more frequent and they were becoming worse and worse and honestly obviously more and more expensive because you have to keep buying food (laughs) but um i was at a point i was like dude like this can't keep going on and i had to really like look back and reflect and just look at myself in the mirror and just be like dude like you something's gotta change man and from that point on, things changed, and um, we here we are now. <laughs> um, so, like I said, I think the first thing to recognize, or the first thing that I've learned in this, or the most important thing that I've learned in this year is that um, hitting rock bottom for me was necessary. Like, I, it had to happen, or else I just wouldn't be where I am right now. Okay, so going into, I guess, the first tip I would like to share and provide, and again, this is just this just worked for me. Um, not a guarantee it works for you. Um, because like everyone's reasons for binging are completely different from one another. Like, but one of mine was at that time of my life, I was like really obsessed with food. Like I 
would get like sad when you know my like when my eating when I was done eating I would just get sad that kind of thing so what would lead me to these binges was that I wouldn't want that feeling to end like the feeling of eating to end so like I would eat a normal lunch breakfast this really my binges usually happened after lunch um like breakfast was always fine lunch was always fine but after that I would be like damn like I'm gonna go like four or five hours without eating uh, so I was, I felt inclined to binge cause I didn't want to wait that long. I, I wanted to, to keep eating. Um, but something that helped me out a lot <laughs> to overcome, uh, binge eating here, which is, which is realizing that that time goes by really fast. <laughs> like I'm recording this. It's 6 30 PM. Like, I feel like I just woke up. Like I, and I feel like it was 6 30 PM yesterday. Like, I feel like that just happened, but I'm already back here and it's 6 30 again at night. And like, I'm going to blink twice and it's going to be 6 30 again tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like time goes by so fast. And once I realized that it made it so much easier not to binge after I finished eating because I just knew like, okay, like I'm going to blink and it's, you know, four hours will go by and I'm going to be hungry again and I'm going to be able to eat. Like it's that simple. So once I started implementing that thought, into my brain and just like acting on it, it made it a lot easier because the more I did it, I was like, wow, like it's already dinner time. Oh, it's already lunchtime again. It's already the next day. Like it's just like time keeps going and going and going so fast, which like, I guess that's all just like your own perspective kind of thing. Cause like, sure people there, I'm sure there are a lot of people who think time goes by really, really slow. But for me, I guess, fortunately in this case, time goes by really fast. Um, like it's already fucking mid March, dude. Like I wasn't it just new year's. Like it's, it's like time just goes by. Um, so like, I guess it's it's like a combination of like, you're going to eat again. Like this is not your last meal because a lot of this, this binging stems from my old restrictive habits where like my body legitimately wasn't sure if I was going to eat again because I was restricting all that time. So like when I did give it food, it it wanted to eat everything because it wasn't sure if if I was going to eat and wanted to preserve its nutrients and shit like that. So that mentality was implemented here with this binging and, um, but, but just by me telling myself that, okay, like you're going to eat again, dude, like I promise, like time is going to go by in the blink of an eye and it's going to be seven o'clock and you'll be eating dinner before you know it. Like you do not have to binge eat right now because if I, this is what would happen. Like I, I would eat lunch or whatever. Then I would binge like an hour later and then it's like, damn, like I just binge. Now I'm not even hungry. Like I don't even know when the next time I'm going to eat is, but it's damn sure not going to be three hours from now because I'm not going to fucking want to because it's I'm so stuffed from this binge. Um, so just understanding that like time will go by, like it will. And I guess something else I've done too as a result of that is like filling up my time with certain things, like whether it be, I don't know, exercising, like going for a walk, playing basketball with my friends, like doing some sort of work, like just filling up that time to make it go by even faster. I I guess not to make it go by even faster, but like to just get my mind off of the thought of even binging. Um, the more I did that, the easier it became. Like, and then as like the months went by, I didn't even really think about binging. Like, like now after I eat something, the, the, the thought of binging doesn't even come to my mind. It just really doesn't it, because I just know that like instinctively and it's second nature to me now to just think like, okay, you're going to eat again. Like it's going to happen. Like I promise, like it's not, you're not going anywhere. Um, food is not going anywhere. Like you will eat again. So just like constantly, um, replaying, replaying that in my, in my head, it's just, it helped me a lot, man. It really did. Um, but I, like, like I said, this one's kind of tough because if you think time goes by really slow and it might not work out, I mean, I feel like this reason for binging is not 
that popular because I, I, I think the most popular form of binging is just simply off restriction. But like I said, I was really binging in this instance, not just from restriction because that was certainly a part of it, just you know, dating back to a few years before this, but also because I didn't want the feeling of eating to end. So I just ended up binging as a result of that. I don't know how common that one is. I, I don't know how many people – I'm sure there are plenty of other people who deal with that, but I, I don't know if it's as common as the restrictive side of it. So I'm not entirely sure how much this will help, but just knowing that time goes by really, really fast and like you will eat again. Like even just saying like I am going to eat again. It is going to happen. I do not need to eat everything right now. And it, Or even like I am going to eat this blank food again. Like if you're eating like cake or some shit and – it's really good, but you're feeling kind of full. You don't think you should eat anymore, but like your that your uh, your ED brain wants you to because it's like we got to eat it all right now so we can restrict it later. But it's like you know I'm gonna have cake again at some point in my life. I'm sure I will. Like I don't have to have everything right now. I don't have to eat it all right now. Like I'm gonna have it again at some point. Um, so that that helps a lot. I don't know. So just knowing that time goes by fast and you will eat again. I promise it'll happen. So that definitely helped me so much. Okay, the next thing that helped me out a ton, and this one might be really tough at first because it was for me, but you have to keep your binge foods in your house. Like you, you just have to. Um, it's the only way you're gonna get over the feeling of binging them because, like, sure you can not have them in your house or wherever you live, um, and sure you, I guess you you literally can't binge on them if you if you physically can't get to them. Um, but I just think that's a recipe for disaster when the time comes when you're in the presence of that food again um, because I just don't think your relationship with that food item is healed. Um, like, for example, one of my biggest binge foods was peanut butter because it's just it's just really easy to get down. It tastes good. It's, it's calorie dense. Like, it's just like the recipe for a perfect binge food. Um, but – what I didn't do is after once I hit this period of rock bottom and try to get my way out of it, I didn't just cut out peanut butter. Like, sure, I could have easily done that. And like I said, I would not have binged on it because I, I wasn't like the out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. But I know that I really like eating peanut butter, whether I binge on it or not. So it's like I didn't like I can't just like never eat peanut butter again, you know. So I, I had to keep it in my house or in my apartment at the time. I, I had to keep it there, um, which is really fucking difficult to do at the start because like when you see it in your cabinet or in your pantry like and you pick it up and and you know it's a it's a it's a binge food of yours like all the memories come flooding back you just get like ptsd of like your binge a little bit um to put it lightly um so it's really hard at first but like again it's going back to like that that the previous point like you're going to eat peanut butter again like you don't have to have it all right now it's going to be there when you want it to so you can keep it here and whenever you want it, it'll be there. So like I'm at a point now where it's like I'm eating peanut butter every day. I put it in my oatmeal with banana, cinnamon. It's it's delicious. It's it's gas. Um, and it's like I'm getting that that satisfaction of eating the peanut butter. Like I, it tastes really good. I, I eat it every day. Um, and then again, it's like, okay, sure. Do I want more? I mean, yeah. Um, but it'll be there tomorrow and I'll be able to enjoy it again tomorrow. I don't have to have the entire jar right now because I've been there before and it's not fun to eat an entire jar of peanut butter, um, <laughs> to say the least. Um, like it'll be there tomorrow and I understand that and it's there. Sure, it's really difficult to just have it there at first, but over time, when you allow yourself to have it 
when you actually want it, it's not going to have that same threat of being a binge food anymore, if that makes sense. Um, like it's the same thing. It's like, if you don't restrict the food, like, like, or like the more you restrict the food, the more you're going to want it. It's like the more, um, like when you're a kid, the more, you know, I don't know, your parents said you couldn't have something, the more you wanted it. It's just, it's the same principle applies here. Um, like if, if I were to keep peanut butter out of my apartment, I would want it. If I would see it in the grocery store, I would want it. But I like, it's, it's logically, logically, it doesn't make sense to me not to go buy it if I wanted it. Um, because I'm just gonna be, you know, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna be thinking about that peanut butter that I didn't buy. And then when I do have my hands on it, I'm gonna want to binge it because I've been depriving myself of it for so long. So I think whatever your binge foods are, your, your, your primary binge foods, I, I really think it'll be very beneficial if you keep them in the house. And that is one of the biggest victories you can have in binge eating recovery is like having those foods in your house and not have an urge to binge on them. Like I have Oreos in my apartment. I have like, um, Ritz crackers and like all, all these like snack kind of foods that come in these like bags, like really big bags and boxes that like past me would have eaten in a day or two. Um, but I I think I've had these Oreos in my apartment for over a month now. (laughs) Honestly, they're probably getting kind of stale. Like that's the point where I'm at now. And it's because like I've been able to keep them in my apartment and understand that they're going to be there whenever I really want them. And that's fine. And that's okay. Like, and there are days where honestly, I don't even remember that I have them. And like, that is when you know you're in a much better place. Because legitimately, like a couple weeks ago, I was like, it was like four or five o'clock. I was like pretty hungry. I was just like, I didn't really have much in my apartment. I hadn't gone grocery shopping in a, in a couple of days or so. And I was like, man, I, I don't know what I really have. And I opened up my cabinet and I was like, oh my God, like I have fucking Oreos. And I totally forgot about them. And that's like, and it's just funny because these are all things that like to someone who's never struggled with an eating disorder before, like they just, it's just second nature. It's like, oh yeah, it's, I have Oreos in here. But it's like, for me, it was like, oh my God, I have Oreos in here, dude. Like I forgot that I had Oreos in here. And I'm going to go have a couple now because I, I saw them and I really fucking want them. And like, and you move on, like you have, you have the, the two, three Oreos, however many you want and you move on. And like, that's the great part about recovering from this is because these foods go from these like sacred, like you can only have them once in a while. Like I got to eat as many as possible to like, okay, yeah, I'll just, I'll have two or three now. And if I want two or three tomorrow or in four hours, I'll do that. And I'm not going to think anything of it because it's just it's just, it's just a fucking Oreo, man. Who can't like, I don't know. I just think for so long, I put so much pressure and emphasis on all these foods that I just felt the need to binge on them. And it's just not necessary. Like nothing bad is going to happen. Something else I do all the time too, is like, if, if I eat something where in the past I would have flipped out in my head about it and I would have freaked out and I would have been so worried about it. What I'll do now is with those same foods, I'll eat them. And I'll just like look around at my surroundings and be like, dude, nothing changed. Like nothing bad happened. Like there is literally nothing different about my life because I ate this Oreo or this cookie or whatever it is. Like uh, nothing changed. So like the next time you, you are worried about you're, you're eating a fear food or a, or a former binge food. Uh, and if you're feeling that, that feeling that little like pit in your stomach, you're feeling nervous, you're a little scared, you're stressed out. Like just, just take a quick little like 360 of your surroundings and you'll realize that nothing bad happened like nothing changed like the world didn't end you're okay (laughs) um and that helped me out so much man like 
because I would always just freak out and be like, oh my God, like what's going to happen to me? Like, am I going to like gain 50 pounds? Like, no, no, it's not going to happen. Like you just look around and you're fine. You're just fine. Nothing has changed. Nothing bad is happening because you ate an Oreo, man. I promise. Um, so yeah, keeping your binge foods in your house. I, like I said, it is really hard at first because all you can think about when you see those foods is like, damn, I'm going to binge on these foods. But like, as you go on day by day, it, it is, it's going to get better and it's going to get easier. And you're going to realize like one day that you're like, you're not even going to remember that you have these foods in your house or in your apartment, wherever you live. Like you're not even going to remember that you have them. And that's when you know that you are healing. Okay, last thing that I've learned throughout this year, and this is probably the most important one, um, one of the most important ones, if not the most important, is it really is a day-by-day thing, man. It's a, it's a day-by-day process. Like, this is not something you're just going to heal overnight. Like, you're not just going to binge one day and be like, damn, that's it. Never will again. Like, because, like, for me, like, sure, I've gone a year, but I don't know if I'm ever going to, like, there might be a time where I binge again. I don't know. Like, throughout this past year, there have been times where I've been really stressed out, really anxious, nervous, whatever it is. And like my first impulse is to go binge to like make myself feel better. Thankfully, I haven't acted on those urges, but they still come up. Um, so I'll still do things like I'll record myself this thing like easily recording myself when an urge to binge eat arises like has changed my fucking life, man. Like it really has. It's honestly like it's cool to look at like because I made a couple like TikToks about this or a couple of videos about this where like you know, throughout this past year, I'll like record myself every time I have an urge to binge eat. Um, and as time goes on, I'm doing that less and less because the urges to binge have come on less and less. And by like, you may ask, like, oh, okay, what does that even do? It's like, you're just recording yourself. But I would tell myself like, all right, like you're not, you're not getting up from this chair or you're not hitting the end button on your, uh, phone camera. You're not ending this video until this, uh, urge goes away or until you figure out why this urge is happening. Um, so like really what I would do is like an urge to binge comes. Like I said, I get stressed, nervous, anxious, or I'm just like in the mood to fucking binge, whatever. I will turn on my camera and just look at it. I'll look at my phone and either start talking to myself or just thinking, um, I guess just thinking out loud or thinking inside my head like, okay, why am I, why do I want to binge right now? What is it that makes me want to binge? Am I was it something that happened at school? Was it something that happened at work? Was Am I just having a shitty day? Like, what is it? And then I think about it for a couple of minutes or however long it takes. And eventually I figure out why I want to binge. And then I tell myself the same like mindful and helpful affirmations. And I just sit there and eventually the urge goes away and I, goes away and I calm down and I end the video. And I have just so many of these on my phone. But like I said, as the year has gone on, I'm doing this less and less and less because the urge to binge is coming out less and less and less, um, which is a great thing. But again, like this, this really just goes to show like how much of a day-by-day process this is. Like, sure, for me, it's great that I've gone a whole year without binging, but that doesn't mean like if you, if you go two weeks without binging, then binge again that's fine. Like, cause if you were at a place before that where you were binging every day and now you're binging once every two weeks, that's fucking amazing progress. Like this is not like a end all be all thing. Like it's setbacks happen. It's, it's totally okay. It's part of recovery. Like, um, it's fine. <laughs> Any progress is progress, man. Progress is progress. Like it's not linear. I know I say it all the time. I sound like a broken record, but like <laughs> progress in recovery is not linear. Like you could even go three months and then binge again. Sure, it sucks in the moment that you binge, and like obviously you probably wouldn't have wanted to do that. 
But like, dude, you just went three months without binging. And then like, that's amazing. And then, okay, so you binge. So what? Tomorrow's a new day, man. It is. It just is. And then maybe you'll go six months this time. Or maybe you'll, you just never will binge again. I don't know. It, like, I don't know. Uh, everyone's situation is different, but you just have to take it one day at a time. Man. And like, cause you can't experience three months in one day. Like you're, you, we only have one day at a time. So you, you that's just how you got to take it. Um, sure. Like we want to get to this place where we're fully healed as soon as possible. Obviously we do. Um, but in 99% of the cases, that's just not going to happen, but that's fine. Like, any progress you make is progress. Like seriously, <laughs> uh, like, even if it's just going from binging seven days a week to six days a week, that's progress. Like I'm doing this myself with caffeine right now. Like I went from drinking like a shit ton of caffeine every day to now I'm down to like three days a week. Sure. I'm still consuming caffeine, but it's not an everyday thing right now. And it's been like that for a good solid month or so. Like that's progress, man. Like I went from having you know, 300 to 400 milligrams of caffeine every day to having that amount three times a week. Like, and then eventually the goal is to get down to zero, but I'm not going to rush the process. I have to trust the process. <laughs> um, so once you really just sit down, trust the process and without rushing it, you will see things improve without even really thinking about it. Because like I said, I'm at this point now where it's like, I don't even think about the urge to binge. It doesn't even happen. I guess there was one occasion a month ago where it did. And I made a video about it. But like, other than that, in the past, I don't know, man, however many months, it's rarely happened. And like, I'm hoping to get to a point where it's never going to happen again. And I, I, I can envision that happening. That's something else too. You have to like envision yourself in your fully recovered state because you're that same person anyways, like whether you're recovered or not, like you, there is a version of you that is fully recovered and that person is you, <laughs> Um, so you have it in you to be that person because it's literally you, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so that's the biggest takeaway, man. Like one day at a time, you'll, you will get there because there is a version of you that's already there. You just have to meet them there. So anyways, I hope, I hope these helped. I don't know. I just wanted to make this just because it's, it's, it's always, you always have to celebrate the milestones as well. That's not something else too. Like if you go three days without binging, fucking celebrate that shit, man. If you go a week, a month, like you have to celebrate these milestones when you hit these markers, because like. It's just, it's so important. You have to celebrate what you're doing, man. Like you have to be proud of yourself every once in a while. So we're always so hard on ourselves. You got to be proud of yourself every once in a while. So I hope you got something out of this. Um, like I said, I, I know it's been a while since so I've recorded a podcast, but we're back. We are back. Um, love it too, man. So yeah. Um, thanks for listening. And um, any questions, you can always DM me. DMs are open on Instagram. TikTok is weird. Like I don't think my TikTok, my DMs on TikTok are open, but that's not like I can't control that. I don't know. But Instagram, I try and answer as many DMs as I can. Um, so if you have any questions or anything, reach out. Um, so yeah, remember one day at a time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bobby podcast. If you found this episode relatable, if you resonated with it in any way, if it made you feel less alone, that's truly amazing. That's incredible. Um, Cause that's the goal of this podcast. I really want to make and help others feel less alone, whatever they're going through, because this, this stuff is tough, you know, like ED recovery is tough. And I never want anyone to feel alone in this. Cause I know there were times I felt alone. So, um, I never want anyone to feel alone. So if you, um, found this episode enjoyable, make sure to subscribe to this podcast, check out my TikToks. 
Um, I will leave all those links in the description. I really appreciate you listening. You're all the best. Have a great rest of your day.